Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Welcome to Rivers of Living Waters broadcast with your host, Elder Christine Pearson. I'm the senior elder of Ancient of Days Ministries International. We're an outreach ministry commissioned by Christ to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which he had hidden in him before the foundation of the world. And this mystery was Christ in you, the hope of glory, and to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ Jesus. I thank you this morning for tuning in. So glad to be in the studios of Heavenly Host International Radio under the direction of our prophetic, <laughs> precious Apostle McGill. So glad to be here with you, Apostle. I'm just so grateful because uh, these past uh, week or so, we've been covering a lot of ground. I introduced a lot of my radio listening audience to uh, what Ancient of Days Ministries actually does as a ministry. And we've been, we've been uh, installed ever since 2006. And we have been ministering and sharing and giving and helping uh, and uh, preaching and teaching uh, all this time. We, we didn't just crop up overnight. Uh, we have been uh, giving and as we were talking this morning, uh, Pastor was saying, you know, that we don't want for anything, Amen. you know. God supplies every need. And, and I was just thinking, Apostle, a lot of the income, I don't even know where it comes from. Amen. Because uh, have you ever seen that movie with Cary Grant and Loretta Young? And it was called uh, The Bishop's Wife. Ah. And they went to this professor's house for that afternoon. And the professor was pouring wine into a cup. And he would drink some. And then he would take the bottle to try to pour more wine into the cup. But the cup. The wine had filled back up in the cup. And uh, he didn't pay attention to it. And then he, he took another drink out the cup, you know, and was still talking. And then he grabbed the wine bottle to fill the cup back up. And it had already filled back up. And then uh, after a while, the wine bottle, the wine in the wine bottle filled back up with the cup and filled and, and And he never could exhaust. Yeah. The wine. And this is what I feel with eight of the days. We give to many ministries. And some we've given to that we, we did not mention. And then some we've given to and the Lord has gave us, lifted the grace off of it. So we don't always uh, be prevalent with a specific ministry. But many of these ministries outreach that deal with homelessness, yeah. sex trafficking, uh, human trafficking, uh, people that are uh, don't have anything yeah. uh, or that have uh, been in slavery, uh, don't have food, clothes, shelter, or anything like that. We have been helping them for years, even uh, the city missions here in yeah. Cleveland and uh, the, the food bank on Waterloo over there, and uh, the, there's another one that we we, sh we share and provide Thanksgiving meals to. 
Uh, we, this is the ministry of Ancient of Days. We've always done that to help the poor because one of the uh, visions of our ministry is to help him who has nobody to help him. And we, I feel that so critical in my spirit that I go, I, you know, I actually feel it when somebody doesn't have uh, anybody to help, I just automatically feel the give. Uh, people on the street I have given to, people I've seen by the way I've given to, and, and ask nothing, and, and so glad that I'm in a position that I can do anything. And I uh, just wanted to share with you, I don't think I've ever shared what Ancient of Days Ministries uh, actually does. And as I told you, we give disaster relief, we deal a lot with tornadoes and uh, hurricanes, we send funding uh, to many organizations like Operation Blessing and Samaritan's Purse, you know, that are on the ground when there's a disaster, you know, and sometimes we'll send it uh, to, like if there's a earthquake here uh, in Ohio, we'll get with the various people and send help there. Uh, that's what we are. We are an outreach ministry, and it has been commissioned. And as I said, I don't know how the coffers get filled back up again. And it never runs out. It never runs out. And that was the only uh, example I could give you was uh, Cary Grant and the bishop's wife, where no matter how much they drank that wine, the cup kept filling. And they don't know how it was being filled up. Yeah. But I believe that my God supplies all of our needs. He told us that we were laugh in the face of uh, famine, uh, that uh, he will, he has pleasure in the prosperity of his service. He tells us to give, yeah. and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give it to your bosom, because with the same measure that you meet out, uh, it's going to be measured yeah, back to yeah. you. And even, I came in here this morning, <laughs> And Apostle was trying to tell me about new people that do new, need the food and things like that. Because his coffers is running my over. Goodness. And I said, well, I got stuff in my house. I'm trying to figure out who to give it to. <laughs> you know, and uh, this is the way uh, uh, it tells us, especially uh, when you, you pay your tithe. Uh, he said, bring you all the tithe into the storehouse that there might be meat in my house, Malachi 3. Yes. And he said, Improve me now here with saith the Lord, if I will not open unto you the windows of heaven and pour you out. He didn't say, I'll just dribble you out. Yeah, yeah. You know, or sprinkle you out. He said, I will pour. You know, when somebody pours something, it's really no stopping uh, stops along the way. Yeah. And he I'll pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I got my hand up. I'm one of those. I don't have no room. And, and it does more coming in. You won't have room enough to receive it. Amen. Well, matter of fact, let's just turn there. And uh, I'm going to share with you something else later on about some of the things the Lord is telling me about uh, right now. Uh, praise God. Blessed hearts. Believe it or not, we better be in rapt 
capture mode. Because remember, I told about how that between the 69th and the 70th week, that's when the church uh, is born for 2,000 years. But the, 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 we see that that door is closing, and when it closes, it's going back into Israel. The time that God is going to deal with Israel once he takes his church out of here. And we see the signs now where Israel is on the forefront again. So we must be in rapture mode. And uh, we're going to go into some of that in, a, in just a few minutes. But I want to read to you what it says in uh, Malachi. Because if you don't understand about giving unto the kingdom of God and giving unto one of the least of these my brethren, then, uh, and the tithe is 10%, which is holy unto the Lord. It doesn't even belong to us. If we don't understand about the financial uh, kingdom of God, then a lot of you are going to be poverty stricken. You're going to be begging. You're going to be without, you know, because the devil the, the kingdom of darkness, its only job is to steal, to steal from you, to steal. He's not giving you nothing. Ask Mammon. He ain't going to give you nothing. He wants you to give that that you have to give to Almighty God. He wants you to give that to him, but he's not going to give you anything. But here the Lord has promised in Malachi well, let's just start at 8. Malachi 3 and 8. Will a man rob God? Yet, you have robbed me. But you say, where and how have we robbed thee? And he says, in tithe, this is 10% of your gross. And offerings. Like in situations like when he tell you, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, or say, for instance, there's a, a, a earthquake in Indonesia, and you got people like Samaritan's Person, Operation Blessing, that got boots on the ground, bringing food and relief. You know, uh, these my brethren, my brethren. Uh, then you give offerings, which is whatever you purpose in your heart, so let it give. So let you give, not grudgingly, nor of necessity, because God loves a cheerful giver. See, the tithe is a fixed amount. You don't change that. But the offering is whatever you purpose in your heart. Mm -hmm. A lot of people try to say that the tithe is an offering, and the offering is the tithe. But it's clear. God has made it clear in his word that the tithe, tenth the tenth, that's what tithe means. It's holy unto the Lord. Leviticus 27, 30. And it says, In tithe and offerings, you are cursed with a curse. People say that that don't mean what it means. If it's written in the scriptures, that's what it means. His word is like a contract. It will, it will not return unto him void. He will not alter the thing that had gone uh, out of your lips. Some of you say, oh, that was with the old covenant. Is it now? The tithe was before the law. In Genesis 
14 and 20 when Abraham paid tithes unto Melchizedek. And that same Melchizedek anointing is ongoing now, and it tells you in Hebrews 7 and 9. Jesus Christ was sworn a priest after the order of Melchizedek. And the job of the priest is to collect the tithe. And it says that here you see uh, Jesus uh, collecting the tithe where it says that he still lives. He's not dead, he's alive. And he's still collecting the tithe. Just like he did with Abraham. He has no father, no mother, no beginning, no ending, no beginning of days or end of life. But abided a priest forever. Okay. You are cursed with a curse. So you have robbed me. Do you have actually think, just think about it. You say that curse for curses is not for today. But think about it. You have robbed Almighty God. You have robbed Almighty God when you don't pay your tithe. So tell me there ain't no curse attached to that. <laughs> Just use your brain a little bit. Uh, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. And he tells you here, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. The storehouse is where you get your spiritual food. The, the local assembly that you would supposedly uh, be uh, attending, where God has told us not to neglect the assembly of ourselves together. Uh, matter of fact, just put your finger there, I'm coming back. He told me to tell all of you, especially the body of Christ, and he said, if my people will not, and he didn't say cannot, he said, will not come to my house here on earth, they are not invited to my house in heaven. A lot of people feel like they don't have to come out to the local assembly. And you're born again. You say Jesus is your Lord. but And you can come out to the house of God. And he has told us not to forsake the assembly of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but admonishing, advising, exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. Now this is in your Bible as well as mine. But he said, if my people will not, and he didn't say cannot, because there are some people that cannot come to the house of God. Some that are disabled or whatever in nursing homes and prison. And that's where we as the body of Christ need to take the kingdom of God to them. Those that cannot get out and come to the local assembly. We as able bodies should take the word of God to them. We, we, I was over 18 nursing homes. 18. And I had it divided up where we had a captain over every nursing home. And their job was to go in there and feed the people the word of God. And we did prison ministry. And we did private home ministry. And we did hospital ministry to those that could not come out to the house of God. But he said, if you will not come to my house here on earth, 
You're not invited to my house in heaven. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? And all the world go free? No. There's a cross for everyone. And there's a cross for me. Amen. And I just thank God that I remembered my creator in the days of my youth. Amen. When I don't have the pains that I have now, I remembered my creator. When the evil days hadn't come, or my years drew nigh, I remembered him. I remembered my Lord. You know, I, I just never had a problem because he done so much for me. He's been so good to me. I, I consider it a privilege to be able to give him 10%. Matter of fact, I tell him it all belongs to you. All of it. Naked I came here, naked I'm leaving out. I ain't taking that one dime with me. So I will bless the Lord. Amen. I will give unto the Lord. Glory, strength, tithe, offering. Okay. Bring me all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. That means something has to die. You got to, something has to leave you that you get no value out of. You get no benefit out of. When you give something, give meat, something has to die. So that there may be meat in my house. Not milk. Meat, strong, strong uh, words that strengthen your bones, you know, that give you skill and how to discern between good and evil. And in my house, and prove me now here with saith the Lord of hosts, the Lord of the armies of heaven, if I will not, Open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Leaven, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your crowd. Neither shall your vine, that is what supports you, whether it's social security, your job, you know, uh, your pension, your annuities, you know, those things that support you. That's your vine. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Twelve, and all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. This is his promise. This is our financial plan in the kingdom. And I guarantee you, if you obey God's financial plan, you'll have exactly what he says. Amen? God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. Heaven and earth will pass away before my word passes away. Now, let's go over to Revelations 3 and 8. Uh, we have been, I don't know about y'all, and a lot of uh, 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 saints have been fasting and praying during this time, even one of them, seeking the Lord about 
Israel and what's going on there and the very horrible, horrific atrocities uh, that that they came upon uh, Israel with unawares while they were in their bed sleeping. I'm going to go to Obadiah. And, and, and one of the things that the Lord was telling me, uh, I, he gave me uh, about the church in Philadelphia that is going to be spared from the hour of temptation or the hour of tribulation that is going to come upon all the world. And as I said, we should be in rapture mode because you see Israel has come to the forefront. That is a sign that Jesus is soon to come. And remember when he came in uh, Matthew 25, there was ten virgins. That meant that the body of Christ was a total in that scripture of ten, but five of them didn't go in. Five of them. Okay? When he talk about the seven churches over in Revelation, it's talking about Every local assembly, you'll find the various descriptions of that church, whether it's Smyrna, Ephesus, Pergamos, Thyatira, Laodicea, whether it's uh, Philadelphia, you know, uh, Sardis. You'll find people like those different churches in every local assembly. And he gives a word to that particular assembly. But in Revelations 3 and 7, he's talking to the church that is in Philadelphia, and he says, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, that's governmental authority, to rule over governments. He that, and this is what Philadelphia had. They had the key of David. And they were able to bind and loose, push back the governments of the earth. Of the earth. And the kingdoms of the world. Mm -hmm. He that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. And in verse 3 and 8, I was doing my research on it yesterday, and it says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. And this is what the Lord was given to me. Uh, he, he said, uh, this open door is a door of utterance and a door of faith that we see in Colossians 4 and 3 and Acts 14, 27. He's opened a door unto uh, the church at Philadelphia that nobody can shut. And I believe God has done that with some of you. Some of you are in positions of leadership and you you realm or rule with governmental authority. Amen? The governments of the world, you know, the principalities and powers, the rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high 
places. And you have an open door that none of them can shut. And you can shut doors of that government of the kingdom of darkness that no man can open. And it is a door, door of utterance that you can speak the mysteries of Christ. A great door effectual is open unto you. And yes, there are very many adversaries. And uh, a door of faith, wherein you can minister, the door is open to you for to go in to preach, to even on uh, the radio, you can take it into the heavens and minister, and that door will never be shut. And he said, uh, you have a little strength, and I looked it up, that word, little, that word strength is doomless. You have miraculous power. God has given it to you. Uh, you have a little strength, or another term, it's ability. You have ability. You have power. You know, uh, you have might. You have force. You have strength. All right? And that you keep the sayings of God's word. You defend the faith. You are like a pillar. Praise God. Pillar and ground of the truth. And you stand firm and stand fast. And you have not denied his name. You have not disobeyed his word. You have kept the faith. The patience of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said you hold fast his name. And have not denied the Lord. Amen. This is the one he's talking about. I'm going to keep you. From the hour of tribulation. Which is coming upon all. The earth. The world. You're going to escape. The rapture is going to get you out of here. Amen. You're not going to see the horrible things. That have come, because once the rapture comes, the era of grace ends. When he come and get his bride out of here, the catching away, that era is over. We now enter into the 70th week, if you please, the day of the Lord. Totally different eras. Has it's like night and day. The era of grace and the day of the Lord is just the opening and closing of a new era. And it's not based on the same terms of the era of grace. Under grace, he said, I'll be merciful to your unrighteousness and your sins and iniquities I will remember no more. That's under grace. Under the day of the Lord, he rules with a rod of iron, inflexible, unbending. Amen. He will not tolerate sin. Mm-mm, no. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh, one day, uh, soon we're going to get into the day of the Lord. But I want to share with you about what God has on his heart, what he's sharing. Because God is grieved. I told you about, he gave me Deuteronomy, uh... 
when he talked about that there is a fire kindled in his wrath that is burning to the lowest hell. <laughs> and somebody's in some serious trouble. And I don't believe it's Israel at all. It's going to be terrible. But let me just share with you some of the things he tell me about how the enemy has done his people. And as I said before, sometimes God will raise up a nation to chastise his people. Uh, but then sometimes that nation gets carried away. Let's go to Obadiah. Uh, let's go, that's near Jonah. Obadiah, Jonah, Micah. All right. Uh, I wrote it down here. We're going to start at verse 1. It's, you, don't, you don't read Obadiah much, do you? It's a lot of truths and pearls uh, that uh, we don't dig into. That's why we need to watch daily at his gates. Wait at the post of his doors. We need to be in this word body of Christ. Because it will give you direction. It will show you what's on the heart and mind of God. It will instruct you in the way that you should go. It will guide you. If you sit in his counsel and hear his words. Amen. Uh, let's start at, uh, I'm going to start at one. Now remember the atrocities that were uh, poured out on Israel on Sukkot, the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, October the 6th. Now, I'm not saying that Israel is perfect. Neither is America perfect. Uh, but God uses, raises up the spirit sometimes of other nations to chastise his people. And uh, I don't think that America is going to escape judgment because of the shedding of innocent blood. And uh, I was listening to a video the other day where this pastor was very concerned about our open borders and the amount of men that are coming through our southern borders. And that they are being airplaned around into the cities of America. They do not know these men. They have not vetted them. They are providing for them. And they're coming by the millions that enter our borders. And, and we can't even accommodate them. <laughs> and we haven't really put on our thinking caps about what does that mean. And when we call ourselves going to judge Israel and try to say that they at fault, you be careful. Be careful. Body of Christ, be careful what come out of your mouth. The things that you are saying. If you don't know what to say, don't say anything. But God will defend his people. He's 
going to defend him. Yeah, he's going to chastise him just like your parents will chastise you. But you better not hurt him. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can wound him a little bit, but you better not hurt him. He will destroy you. You know, my, my daughter, I had to whip her. But I didn't kill her. I didn't demoralize her. Obadiah 1. I want you to listen carefully. The vision of Obadiah. He is one of the prophets that were under uh, Jezebel. Mm -hmm. You know, when uh, she took God's prophets and hid them in caves, Obadiah was one of them that fed those prophets in the cave. Mm -hmm. The vision of Obadiah, thus saith the Lord God concerning Edom, that is the ungodly. We have heard a rumor from the Lord. Did you hear that? We have heard a rumor from the Lord, Adonai, Yahweh. An ambassador is sent among the heathen. Now y'all hearing me? An ambassador is sent among the heathen. Those that have no covenant with Jehovah. Arise ye and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen. Thou art greatly despised. This is the Edom. The pride of thine heart hath deceived you. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rocks. You hear me? In the rocks. Whose habitation is high. That saith in his heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? And the Lord says, Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. Now he's given a kind of a parable here. Now just watch it. Now just, he said, now just think about this. If thieves came to thee, if robbers by now, by night, and he's saying, Ooh, how art thou cut off? Would they not have stolen till they had enough? Hmm? If great gatherers came to thee, would they not leave some grapes? How are the things of Esau or Edom, Esau? Y'all know who Esau is? He was the brother of Jacob. He said, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. And it wasn't so much about that he didn't like it, it's the way Esau did folk. He went above and beyond. He had no mercy, he had no pity. How are the things of Esau searched out? How are his hidden things sought up? Watch this. All the men of thy confederacy have brought thee even to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee. They that eat thy bread have laid a wound on 
under thee. There is none understanding in him. I think about how Israel helped Gaza. Gave him jobs, gave him water and electricity and stuff like that. Because their own country men used their, their money to buy weapons. So they had nothing. And Israel opened their house and gave them jobs and their homes and stuff like that. Just to help them out. Stretched out over three wars, 
you done depleted your military, you done opened your borders to anything. So how safe are you? Thou should not have entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Some people that, 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 that Israel helped came right in and robbed them, knew exactly where Israel's treasures were, and went there and robbed them, the ones that they tried to help. Thou should not have entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Yet, thou should have not had looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. Neither should thou have stood, watch this, stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did try to escape. Neither should thou have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. How low can you go? For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. Mm-hmm. But... I want you to know, Israel's not going to lose. We talked about uh, in Jeremiah when the Lord said, as long as the sun shines and the moon and the stars at night, Israel will never cease to be a nation. Never. I'm sorry. These are things that were written long ago. Before the foundation of the world, God had this in his belly. Israel is the apple of his eye. And that, that he opened between the 69th and 70th week, there was two years. I don't know how God could do that. But between that time, the church, with his power, with his weapons, with his name, came. With their Savior, which was a Jew, Yeshua HaMashiach, his body emerged. And they are a mighty fortress. Now they deal in the spirit realm, you see, against the enemies of Israel. In the spirit realm, we talked about how how uh, it says here that they got the key of David. Mm -hmm. David is Yeshua's great-great-grandfather. And in Isaiah 9 and 7, it talks about that upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, Yeshua is going to order it and establish it with judgment and his justice. You're dealing with a bloodline here. And he's more powerful than anybody. Jesus himself said, my father is greater than all. He's greater than he. He doesn't just merely use cyberspace, you know, and, and rifles and, and, 
and stuff like that. He got the wisdom from the 27th century and beyond. He knows strategy that you know not of. Amen. It tells us uh, in Colossians uh, 1, uh, 16, it talks about that he is above all orders of existence. There, there's nobody on the face of this earth in this day and time that is a match for Yeshua at all. He is omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, and he's been exalted with absolute sovereign power. His name is above every name in heaven, in earth, and beneath the earth. And so when you stick your finger in his eye, please do not holler. <laughs> what was it that they were saying? Will you cease hostilities now? You stuck your finger in his eye. So you want him, now that you got your finger sticking out of his eye, you want him to, now, uh, now you put your weapon down, don't you fight me. Just share with you. We talked about uh, I'm going to go over to let's see here. I want to go over to Matthew 25 and 12. For those of you that have your Bibles. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord here. I done turned to the right thing. <laughs> Woo! He always gives me like a confirmation when I'm following his lead. You know, I, I don't drum it up. I do not drum this up. This occurs because I am a servant uh, of the Lord. All right. 25. Uh, let's just start at one. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. This is you, body of Christ. We're in your territory now. Because you're the only one that's getting getting ready to get married. These uh, 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 other nations, they do not have a covenant with Jehovah. So it is his virgins, and five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. They had the word of God only, not the Holy Ghost. Uh, they took no oil. They took no Holy Ghost with them. Mm-hmm. But the wise took oil in their vessels. They took the Holy Ghost in their vessels. God sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, our Father, the Spirit of the Lord. They took the Spirit of the Lord in their vessels with their lamps. So we always talk about the Word and the Spirit. They agree. Anytime you get the Word and the Spirit together, creation takes place, new birth takes place. New wisdom, new knowledge, new understanding, new counsel, new might, new revelation when they get together. Just like in 
Genesis 1 when the Spirit and the Word got together. Ah, watch this. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, remember, midnight is the opening and closing of a spiritual era. One era is closing and another era is merging. At midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all of those vir virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And I still don't believe that those foolish virgins heard that voice. I think they saw what the wise virgins were doing. Because if you don't have the Holy Ghost, how is he going to lead and guide you? You don't have no oil. <laughs> how is he going to uh, uh, reveal to you what your eye can't see, ear can't hear, whatever it is in your heart? You don't have no oil. They saw what them wise virgins that had oil was doing. And the foolish said unto the wise, watch this, give us of your oil. Give me of the Holy Spirit. I want you to give me the Holy Spirit. <laughs> How I didn't get it that way. The Lord sent it into my heart. I can't just take the Holy Spirit out of my spirit and give it to you. That's a spiritual matter. Uh-huh. Then those wrong. okay, it said, give us up your oil, for our lamps are going out. A lot of places say going out, but King James say gone out. Uh, Apostle, I believe that that light that God lights every man that cometh into the world is, is has an expiration yes. period. Uh -huh. And after a while, it goes out. That's good. Answer. You got to have some plan B in That's place. Right. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, you got to have him in you. So when that time goes out, you got something else to go on. Uh, but they say, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answer saying, not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go, you rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went, which I do not, never could understand that, where did they go? While they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. Understand, five of the body, five, I would say, I don't know how many number that is. Yeah. But half of the body of That's Christ good. didn't go in. They had to word. Uh -huh. But half of the body, listen carefully, half of the body of Christ did not go into the marriage. Uh, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, <coughs> and the door was Shut. Afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And this is where uh, I got uh, Matthew 25 and 12. This is our key scripture here. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know ye not. And he said that in Matthew 7, 22 and 23. Uh, uh, he says that uh, in Luke 13 and 27, he's talking about people that he doesn't know. Yeah. And as I was reading in uh, Revelation 3 and 
what struck me so hard. The Holy Spirit arrested me when uh, I said, I know thy works. That's Revelation 3 and 8. Behold, I set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it, for thou hast a little spirit, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my faith, my name. But the Holy Spirit arrested me when he said, I know thy works. Because in another version, it says, I know you well. I know you well. And I know what you are doing. I know your deeds. I know your ways. I am aware of what you are doing, body of Christ. This is what he, he arrested me. I was researching Revelation 3. He stopped me there. And I had to do research on this here. I know you. Uh, and he says here, this is a sad commentary. Uh, he said, I know everything you're doing. You're not hiding from me. I see everything in the light and in the dark. Everything. I know every idle word you are speaking. I know where you're going with places you frequent. I know what you do when you're at home by yourself. And ain't nobody around to see. He said, I know you well. And he showed me, uh, I don't know if I've ever shared it with you, about those five foolish virgins. The five foolish uh, virgins. A lot of them, like we say, they go to church, they shout, they speak in tongues, they jump around, do victory dance and all of this. And sometimes the folk... They get out the parking lot, they head right over to the club. Mm -hmm. Or to uh, <laughs> a liaison that they've made prior to. Or they're going to the ball game, they're going to uh, uh, the park. You know, they're getting involved with a lot of things that they think that the Lord does not see. Turn to me. Turn with me to Revelation 22. This is what he was showing me about these foolish virgins. Uh, and, and don't forget, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ Depart from iniquity. Hallelujah. This is what he told those virgins in Matthew 7, 23. I don't know you. You're a worker of iniquity. They said, oh, we done prophesied. We done cast out the They were saying it. He said, hmm, you did all of that, huh? Many wonderful work. I don't know you. You are a worker of iniquity. Uh-huh. And they got cast in the outer darkness where... Uh, uh, weeping and gnashing teeth and apostle we talked about this the other day when we say that uh, he had servants that supposed to be working while the bridegroom is away and remember they were servants a lot of people say oh, oh well once saved always saved right. do you understand that this is his servant that he had given they, in order for them to be a servant they had to be born uh huh in order for him to give them their money,
idea. That's good. But this servant that was wicked and lazy, he gave his gift to somebody else and threw him into outer darkness. Away from me. Uh-huh. Those uh, nations, those goat nations, in Matthew, I think it's 25, talking about when I was hungry, you didn't feed uh -huh. me and all of this. He said, he, he said, get away. They're going into the lake of fire. And these are servants, people. These are servants <laughs> of the Lord. And we think that we are exempt. And that we can do what we want to do. My goodness. And that we can say that Jesus is my Lord. And on the other hand, we can do all of this evil stuff and think nothing's going to happen. Who? Be not deceived. God is not my glory. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. God, you ain't, he says, I know you well. I see yeah, everything yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah. You're not hidden from my view. Uh-huh. And then he said, 22, let's get on down here. This is for, and I, I, I've been wanting to tell this for a long time about these foolish virgins, what they were into. And uh, in Revelation 22 and 15, I'm going to read 14, okay? Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and they enter in through the gates into the city. Uh -huh. Now watch this. For without, that word means outside of the city. Yeah. Outside of the tree of life, there are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Now you remember, he told those people, I don't know you. We've never been in covenant together. You say you've been in covenant with me. He said, I never knew you. I know one thing. You are a worker of iniquity. Praise God. And, and he goes into detail uh, here. And I just want to say, uh, before I go into detail, in Matthew 7.22, many will say to me in that day, uh, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never, never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And remember, he said, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are here, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Iniquity, this word is A-D-I-K-I-A, injustice, unrighteousness, moral wrongness, wickedness, treacherousness. This is iniquity. Lawlessness. Yeah. You were not outlaw. You're not under the commandments. You're not obeying Christ. Lawlessness. Now he said outside of dogs, yeah. and 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 a lot of people don't understand when they 
just like when Jesus called the Syrophoenician, he said it's not right for two Israel to give uh, the bread to the dogs. He wasn't calling her an animal. Uh, when Goliath talked to David, he said, am I a dog? And the word dog means that you have no covenant with Jehovah. You have not entered into a covenant like uh, the body of Christ is supposed to enter into paying tithes and giving offerings and, 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 uh, and going to the house of God and ministering to the sick. And this is the, the uh, order of those that are in the body of Christ. But these people, those virgins, they had, had no covenant. You cannot have a covenant with someone who you are not, you do not have their spirit. The, the body of Christ is one. His spirit is inside of the body of believers, and they are one. They're one in the spirit. Amen? These virgins did not take the spirit of God with them. Yes. It tells you right there in Matthew 25. Yeah, yeah. They took no oil. And it says that God, that means they don't have a covenant. These virgins were given to drugs, pharmacia, sorcerers, drug dealers. Mm -hmm. I think, Pastor, did you say one of the pastors wanted to open up uh, in his yard uh, and plant marijuana yeah. and stuff yeah. like that? We, and then train uh, his members. No, go out and get drug dealers from the street mm. and train them to sell weed for God. What? Oh, you have it now. 
abortion. Have to uh, 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 put out legislation and, and sign up things that prevent abortion, especially here in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of the uh, results of the people that have shed innocent blood is that their cities are devastated. And I know one of the cities that I passed through to get here it's just been totally devastating. And they had Planned Parenthood in their city for years, killing a lot of African-American blood. Wow. And some of y'all are still shedding African-American, your children's blood. And that blood is, is, is defiling the land and speaking out. But you say, oh, I haven't murdered anybody. What did we say? Who so sheds uh, man's blood? who's made in the image of God, by man shall his blood be shed. Do you know that the avenger is dispatched when right he cup, shed yeah. innocent blood? There's a curse on there. Yeah, yeah. And, and you wonder why your teenagers are getting shot up and killed in the streets now. You know, why your babies are being shot in the cars and in the bedrooms. You know, you wonder why so much violence and killing of the young yeah. people now. There is Genesis 9 and 6. Whoso sheds man's blood, they dispatch the avenger. By man shall his blood be shed. Might be your kid, might be your daughter, might be your husband, might be you. But you have unleashed the avenger yeah. and you shed innocent blood. Somebody is going to shed your blood. Make no mistake about it. And then, see, and when it comes your way, you can't understand. Oh, we got to quit violence. This has got to stop. And, and you steadily shedding innocent blood. Mm. Murders. Now, these are the ones, the foolish virgins. Idolaters. You're serving the God of gold, silver, worshiping your cause, your house. You know, uh, even the occult. You know, you're worshiping Balzibug and Moses and Astaroth. Yeah. You know, and Dagon and all of these kind of demons. Cheon. You don't recognize their names because you err not knowing the scriptures. Yeah. But you need to dig into what you're doing and see actually who are you serving. And whoso loveth and make a lie. You abide not in the truth. Didn't say John 8, 45, he was a murderer from the beginning. And abode not in the truth. And the truth is not in him. Mm -hmm. When he lies, he's only doing what is possible for him to do. He can't tell the truth. And a lot of y'all believe in lies, but you don't believe what Jesus is saying. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hated all workers of iniquity. But if any man love God, that, that same is known. That same man, God know who he is who love him. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart. From me, you curse it. Remember, I said there's a curse. When you are paying your tithes and you're giving it to mammon, you're cursed. 
what he said to them, Matthew 25, 41. Unto them on the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. Do you know that's the lake of fire? Do you understand? Prepare for the devil and his angels. We think that God doesn't see. And I told you, he arrested me. He said, I know you well. I see everything that you're doing. I know every idle word that cometh out of your mouth. I know your uprising and your downsetting. Amen. And this is a tab, body of Christ. We're in the last time, we're in perilous time. We should have our antenna at full blast and be watching. Don't be like those people that were in Noah's day and in Lot's day. They were unaware of what was going on until judgment came. And it wasn't no time left to repent and ask for forgiveness. Even some of you that have murdered your babies, have you ever repented of that? That you have sacrificed your children on the altar of Molech. Have you? Do you know there's no pardon for that? I don't know if you don't know. There is pardon for sin, but there's no pardon for shedding innocent blood unless you repent of it. If you go into eternity and have not repented of your shedding of innocent blood, there is no pardon. You have went into eternity separated from God because that's one of the things God hates. And we got an issue coming up in November. You better vote no. We don't want no demons over Ohio. Because see, when we, you shed innocent blood, you invite all kind of demonic things into our nation. We don't want abortion in Ohio. We don't want abortion on demand. No. We say no. And you think because you say yes that you're going to have... Have it good. You're just opening, unleashing them demons up on you. If you say, I want to be free to be able to shed innocent blood, you better take Genesis 9 and 6 and, and study it. Because when you shed innocent blood, you release the avenger of that blood to come after you and your family. Apostle, do you have anything you My have to goodness. say? But the message Sunday was right in this vein. At both, I preached twice at, here at uh, our ministry and in, out at another. And the message is the same. So I, I love it when we come together, Elder. Mm -hmm. I really do. I mean that from my heart. It is uh, uh, it yes. be for me a sense of assurance yes. that this is what the Lord is saying. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Oh, my God, yes. In the hour that we're in, Mm -hmm. This is the last time. There's yeah. no more time yeah. after it's, this time. It's, 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 it's and he's making it so plain. Mm -hmm. The instructions that were given to the ten virgins, mm -hmm. all ten of them had yeah. received the same instruction. Go and meet the bridegroom. Yeah. Don't go back into the world. Mm -hmm. Don't go back over here. Don't go here and there. The instruction, even before that, you had to have enough oil to keep your lamps trimmed. You said something just a second ago that really blessed me. 
about the the light that has been lit. Yeah. Every man. Every man. Everyone that has come into the world, the light has been lit. Jesus did it. Yes. Yes. He lighted every man that comes into the world. But to your point, we have to keep our lamp trimmed. We have to keep it lit. Hallelujah. He said, keep it. Yes. That means you can't receive the Holy Ghost and then don't keep it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Amen. David said it this way. He said, whatever you do, don't take your spirit away from you. Yes, me. yes. Because God, the, the, the Lord giveth and the Lord mm -hmm, taketh away. Mm -hmm. That's literally. Yes. You can take everything you, all that I have, Lord, mm -hmm. but don't take your spirit yes. from me. That you don't want Amen. to be left without. Amen. Uh, the helper, the comforter. Yes. Without that, you can't see God. Mm -mm, no. Uh, without holiness, you said something. The Lord had me share this Saturday, uh, uh, Sunday at the uh, at the uh, pastor's appreciation. Yeah. That God is not accepting everything. Mm -mm. I've shared it before, but yeah. this particular time, the Lord had me to speak it over these people. Mm. That we can't do whatever we want to do and think we're going to just waltz into the clean, uh, into the kingdom. Yeah, so excellent scripture that you went to. As a man soweth, mm -hmm. so if you reap of the flesh, yes, that's what you're going to. I mean, if you sow to the flesh, that's what you're going to reap. Yes, corruption. Mm -hmm. And we know that no corruption is going to enter into the kingdom. Mm -hmm. When God cleaned house, when He kicked the devil out. <laughs> It is minions. Amen. You think he's going to let another devil in? Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So don't get caught up with this, you know, we're under grace and not under the law. That's oh, true. No. But there's a life that comes along with that. Yes. Not the old life. Mm -hmm. You can't keep the old life and think you're going to walk into a new heaven. Right. That's not going to mm -hmm. happen. You said something earlier in your message. Now, won't come to church, won't support, won't participate, won't be a part of, won't help advance, but you think you're going to go into the kingdom. <laughs> when did they forget that? Thank you. told the one, the one servant, he called, you, and you went there, that's one of my favorites, and a lot of people overlooked that. He called him wicked. <laughs> he was a servant. 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 Chosen. Uh -huh. See, servants don't just come and serve. Mm -hmm. They have to be chosen. Mm -hmm. Oh, glory to God. Uh, everything that you just shared. Yeah, that, that was very important, Apostle. That they got to understand uh -huh. that these people were servants. Servants. He chose them yes. to do the work. Yeah. And they just assumed that it was Joe Blow. No. Yeah. And he gave was them servants. Yes. And gave them means mm -hmm. to do it. Absolutely. Gave them the means to do it. The talents. Sure did. Everything. He equipped them. Everything that they needed. Just like we are equipped. Amen. And so why would we be sitting? Lord, and I've been sharing mm -hmm. this recently. Why, and more, more importantly, why would we have these instructions that we don't have to follow? Why would God instruct you? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. First Corinthians 15. I'm going to just shoot yes. over there, and then I'm going to uh, give it back to you. But but you went into uh, 24. Just turn the camera over to you. The very, hallelujah, yeah. the very uh, blessing that God has given to the church. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm, mm. When the cry went out, yes. after they awoke, there was some instructions given yes. in the 24th chapter concerning, of oh, 25th chapter, the, 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 the 10 virgins. But here in, in 1 Corinthians uh, uh, 15, 
glory to God. Mm -hmm. The Lord is saying to the church, and it's so plain, it's so simple. Yes. You even went into one of my favorite chapters, chapter 22 of Revelation. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh -huh. That is the final. Yeah, those are the foolish virgins. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're, 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 they're outside the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, they, 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 they make it in. Murderers and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, in verse 34, he says, Awake to righteousness yes. and sin not. not. Mm -hmm. This pastor Sunday tried to refute that. And God isn't overwhelmed with sin because he overcame it yeah, yeah. for us. Yes. So when he instructs us to sin not, he know that we're able to do it because he showed us. Yes. He took it out of the way. Uh, there's a choice. Mm -hmm. Willful sin, if you yes. will. Yes. And yes, we can talk about the process, but if you're not in the process, all you're doing is talking about mm -hmm. the process. Mm -hmm. You have to be in the process to really, really feel the effects of the transformation that's coming through the process. Mm -hmm. Something else that the enemy, more deception that the enemy is bringing to the church. That we can do as we please, and God's grace will come of that, and it does. But at some point, you have to wake up. <laughs> what, what, what he said right here, awake to righteousness. Yes. Don't just wake up and go your own way, like the five foolish virgins did. Because they didn't have the spirit. They didn't keep the spirit. They had it, but they didn't keep it. That's why they couldn't keep their lamps trimmed. Folks are running around in the church. They don't. They'll have no power, no nothing, because they have not. The spirit man ain't being fed. Mm -hmm. He's not being kept. Come on now, at all. Uh, we're keeping all the fleshly things, mm -hmm. the outward appearance of God. We're talking godly, that yes. form of godliness the Bible is talking about. Yes. Over in Second Timothy, huh? I said, keep <coughs> yourselves, says, and, and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Yes. Some folks don't know. They're ignorant. Mm -hmm. And some choose to be ignorant. Mm -hmm. Jesus, uh, uh, Paul wrote in one of his epistles, uh, uh, if they be ignorant, let them remain ignorant. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a choice. Yes. Don't force it on them. Yes. But it's available to all. And yes. we have that charge, Elder. And I, so I, again, I'm, I am grateful. I can't say that it's enough. Imperative. It is. I feel the urgency, the imminency. Yeah. Uh, because when Israel came to the forefront again, I knew then. Yeah. I said the time is short. It's short. Because what's, and I, I believe I know what's next, what, what is going to happen next, the body of Christ is not going to be a part of. Yeah. Amen. The next that's is good, coming. Elder. The body of Christ Amen. is going to be raptured out of. I believe that. And, totally and that's why that. I know it is imminent. We have got to get rapture ready. Yeah. We've got to tell them, look, your time is up. Yeah. You remember the, the other week you talked about uh, no time, remember? Yeah, There's no time. And then in Revelation 10 it says it's going to be time no longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got to do Praise it now. Praise God. Uh-huh. And, and, and we got to be, you know, not tiptoeing through tulips. Yeah. We got to tell it like it is. Yeah. Because I want people, if they don't like me, I don't care. I but at least you. I got the word out. Praise God. 
that don't that means nothing to me. Yes. But my thing is when I go into prayer, I said, Lord, I want to make sure that I do what you want. Yes. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that That's matters. Right. I don't fear what men gonna say, but man, what are the uh, mothers at the center said, what do they call you? And I told them, some people call me elder, some people call me Chrissy, some people, and I say, some people call me other things among others. Yeah. I ain't been called everything. That's good. Don't make no difference. Uh, I, and we like sheep unto the slaughter. Yeah. We are killed all day long. But the fact of it is, I want to do my part That's while good. I'm here. Uh -huh. What I've been assigned to do, without fear or favor to men. Yeah. That's what's important. Yes. Because, you know, when I stand before God, is not going to be any excuses. Uh -huh. Well, because it is, I don't, I don't, I don't, there will be no, there is no not. excuse. When the Lord has equipped you, trained you, uh, enlightened you, illuminated you, prepared you for yeah. battle, it is no excuse. You got to be yeah. just like those Israeli soldiers. I mean, their mind is Fixed. Yeah. We ain't. We don't care what nobody say. We gonna eradicate you. Yeah. Period. You can say what you want. You can march in the street. You can put all kind of propaganda out. We getting rid of you. Yeah. Period. And God is their dread champion, oh, a mighty man. terrible one. Yeah. And you can poke your finger in his eye. Uh, and uh, uh, you know we ain't gonna talk about no ceasefire. Please. Uh, <laughs> Ain't gonna be, yeah, ain't gonna be no But I just wanted to share that with you. I thank you for your input, and I thank you for having the urgency. Yes. That we we gotta do it now. Yeah. We don't have no more time. Yeah. These I, are the last hours. I left off Sunday. Oh, uh, this one church. Thinking the same way that you you're, yeah. what you're saying. Where's the urgency? Where, where is the urgency, not just in the people of God, but the leaders, the, the, the supposed shepherds, the servants of God? There's no urgency in them. So the people are following suit. They're following that behavior. Uh, like we, you know, we just don't lollygag on into the heaven and ease in Zion. I, that word kept coming up in my spirit Sunday. Huh. And there's no, no, no uh, challenge. Uh, to go forward in the things of God. You've been set apart for a reason. Uh, and if, if the world can't tell us apart from them, yes. what good is it? Uh, your lamps are not trimmed. You're running with the people that you're supposed to be winning to Christ. The light that you're supposed to be shining in them, uh, they don't see the light because Come you're, on now. you're with them. Light and dark has nothing to come. It says here in Isaiah 56, and I know we way past now. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. It's not talking about that they uh, can't speak and that they're dogs. Yeah. It means no covenant. No. Just tell it like a dumb, no covenant watchmen. Yeah. They cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. And then he tells us, yes, they are Greedy dogs. Yeah. Greedy. Yeah. I quoted that Sunday. Did you? <laughs> I that? you, <laughs> you quoted about the that greedy dogs. Yes. Uh, uh, and how they're blind even. Mm. These are blind. Mm. My goodness. These these 
these are dogs supposed to help guide you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, protect you, keep you. But these are sheep dogs. Uh, but and they're greedy. Like, they're trying to, they'll eat up everything. everything. They won't give you nothing. They'll take from you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. They <laughs> take from you. They take from you. They are greedy dogs, yeah. which can never have enough. Oh. They are shepherds that cannot understand. Come on, Elder. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain from his quarter. Watch this. Come, ye, say they, I will fetch wine. That is propaganda, philosophies of this world. Ah. You know, it's not the wisdom of God. I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink. My that strong drink is things that are totally against God. Uh, yeah. Strong good drink. And tomorrow shall be as this day and much more abundant. This is what he's saying about his watchmen. Yeah, my goodness. And, and, and what it says that now is the time for us to wake out. What did you say? Uh, wake wait. up. Gave to 
Christ of wow. They have people on, they've been working with Israel for years, so they have cabinet members and everybody who they can direct the money to and, yeah. and all kind of stuff, and they've, they've gotten all kinds of stuff. And that that is not just that uh, time that they're giving. Uh, they're giving more as the money comes in. They're just giving it as it comes in. Even some of the people that have received the money in Israel have been on air thanking those that have been giving and helping. They say y'all have been a help and all kinds of, uh, especially in even in military warfare, generators and, and things like that. Shelters, temporary shelters uh, and uh, what is these bomb shelters? Thank God for the bomb shelters. Now, I <laughs> see with CBN, I, I basically, you know, they have Operation Blessing, but they got a special segment for Israel wherein they are building. They And I've been doing that for over a year now. I start, Ancient uh, of Days has been ministering to them because they actually build bomb shelters. Yeah. Because, you know, they've been sending rockets right. over there for years. Yeah. And a lot of times, you only got seven seconds or something to make it to the bomb shelter yep. when that yep. rocket uh, is disengaged, is engaged. And if you don't, you subject to be uh, a casualty. And so, uh, just want to let you know, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank uh, Heavenly Host International Radio, Brother Mike Griffin, and, and others that have given for this cause. I want you to know that God is going to bless you. He promised, I will bless yeah. them that bless thee, Abraham. Amen. And I will curse them that curse thee. And in thee, Abraham, Bible. shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And I just want to thank you. Remember what Jesus said to those that are at the Feast of Tabernacles. If any man uh, thirst, let him come to me and drink. Uh -huh. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This thank you of the precious Holy Spirit, body of Christ, if you don't have your oil in your vessel, today is the day. Yeah. Right now is the time. Stop what you're doing. Ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life, to make you one. Thanks. That's the only thing that Jesus is going to recognize is his own spirit. And if you don't have his spirit, he said, I don't know you. Yeah. So you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to lead and guide you, direct you, to reveal to you what you can't even see with your natural eyes. You know, and you'll be aware of what's happening next. So I just want to thank you for tuning in. God bless you. I love you. And I'm praying for you. You have a wonderful, wonderful Afternoon.